Dude, I was with the girls, but then I walked outside for a phone call and I'm horribly lost. Do you know, actually, I'm in somewhere in within like a two blocks of their house, but I can't actually figure out what the house is. Yeah, that's where I was, and then I, I walked down the driveway and I'm fucking totally lost. What's the address? Alright, drop, yeah, yeah, if you could drop a pin, that would be fantastic. It's, it's, it's very confusing, because I'm, 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 I'm all over the, I'm like, yeah. Alright, cool. Alright, right, peace. That, that, that wasn't, that wasn't them, that was a bartender. Is this where we just were? Yeah, this is yeah, it. Yeah. Whose house is that right there? Yeah, that's the house I just popped in. I thought you popped in on that side. I popped into that side too. The door that people leave the doors open. They should lock their doors. It's Ashlyn. Uh, well, I I popped in and I said hello and then I closed the door. And it was a fucking guy snoring. There's a bunch of guys snoring. Unless all of a sudden they just found a bunch of dudes to bed down and I'm very confused. Well, this is the place, dude. There's no way there's like a place around it. I, I no. No. What is this? Up here. What is that? What's this driveway? Right here. I don't know. It's nowhere I've ever been before. 324, I told you last time. No, that's where I dropped you off, dude. Motherfucker. Yeah, we're going away from it. Oh my god, I'm losing my mind. Alright, well, you know. It I smells like weed up here. It does. Some skunk. I do. I was. I was running all. I ran down this hill. I ran up this hill. Yeah, we were, dude. That's the place. I mean, I don't know what the dizzle is with the fucking people in which space, but that's where I dropped you off. Yeah, I know. And that's where I've dropped that's what, them off. That's what I felt like. Dozens of times. Honestly, I feel like they're fucking ghosts at this point. I'm gonna. I'm gonna chalk them up to the. They don't exist. Well, and, they do because I know them. Well, maybe they're ghosts that come on the weekends, man. Oh, no, I don't know because one of those ghosts is the fucking stepdaughter of yeah. the retired teacher at Walker Elementary School. Wow, dead. All right, well, no, it's it's here, but there's some missing piece of information that you don't have that will get you exactly into their place. Yeah, but that's like it. Like a fucking secret password. The main no, or a secret passage, or or they have maybe some little fucking apartment here. That's somewhere. Look, their lights. Those lights yeah, weren't all on. They before. weren't because I just walked into the house. That's really oh. why that's on. So well, they're on high alert yeah, now. Yeah, well, literally. Both these, both these places are. They've had a random dude come in. And be I'm like, surprised there's no cop that's fucking come up here yet. That's pretty wild. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm I'm pretty like each time I come in, I'm like, dude, I'm just I'm very what, honest. What did Drew say? It's and I know Drew by the way. Three twelve. Well, <laughs> that's where we are. This episode is brought to you by Crater Lake Taxi. Competent drivers, clean vehicles, on time, anytime. Crater Lake Taxi, 541-333-3333. I am Citizen 44. Please listen carefully. Everybody, Mark Ehrensberg here. Welcome to a special presentation of Citizen 44. This is show number 22. 22 being the halfway point to show number 44. 
Uh, my first repeating guest is Mandy Valencia. She is one crazy stoner girl. I love her. Uh, we actually had uh, brief moments of intimacy as slightly more than friends for a little period of time a couple of years ago. I hope she doesn't mind me saying this, but I'm going to say it. We cut that off pretty quickly, and we're still great friends, and that's why she's show number 22 today. I don't normally do this, but I am recording my uh, opener earlier than usual. I, I typically do not do this until after I have edited uh, the portion with my guest. Uh, I am not halfway through editing this show that uh, or this portion with uh, Mandy, but feel I have so much in my head and I'm a little stony stoned right now appropriately so as this is the weed show uh, almost every aspect of this show will be something to do with being high and for a week I haven't really smoked weed I've done a little vaping but because of the strep throat and all the discomfort associated with that I haven't actually been smoking out of my pipe but the last couple days I've picked the pipe back up and uh, and I just did that Today, I didn't even get up till 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I, I worked till 3 a.m. and uh, I was feeling very tired uh, about 1 o'clock in the morning. And I came home. I told Joe, hey, man, I'm beat. I need to go. At the time, it was slow. So I went home and uh, I parked the car in the front of the apartment, which is not the best idea because that would mean I have to get up by 11 a.m. and move it. So I tossed and turned, and, uh, and I happened to check the phone around, uh, maybe it was 2 a.m., and Joe said they were slammed, and he and Ye were actually in Medford, and there was no cab being represented by Crater Lake Taxi in Ashland. So I got up, and, uh, and I ended up making like four or five runs, and then uh, closing it out at 3 a.m. I think Joe was uh, appreciative that I got up and, and helped out. Uh, I have two things on my wish list. One is uh, I need someone to rent my apartment for the month of November while I'm away in Thailand. It's a beautiful little place. Pretend you're on vacation. For like a grand, you can go on a fabulous vacation in downtown Ashland. Even if you live in Ashland, you can live downtown where all the action is. Uh, I have a very adorable place with air conditioning, heat, uh, Heat is what we've needed lately. It's actually been super cold the past couple days. Rainy and cold, which is why I think we were so busy yesterday is when people came out of the bars, they didn't want to walk in this. Uh, so uh, this weather is actually uh, beneficial to the taxi business. So one, I need to rent my apartment out for the month of November while I'm gone. And B, I thought I only lost about $700 while not working due to smoke and illness. But I think I lost like over $1,000, to be honest with you, which is fine. I'm not struggling. I don't have any financial concerns right this moment. So, I mean, I have some money now, and I'm actually going to a Rogue Regency Medical Center tomorrow to interview with, um, what's that guy's name, Devin? Um, a young man that works at the hospital who hopefully through this exercise, will grant me Oregon uh, Health Plan medical insurance tomorrow. I'm 
99% sure I qualify. And so because of my a couple of emergency visits to Ashton Community Hospital, and the only way they're going to get paid is if they get me insurance. So uh, based, again, on the, the shortage of cash that I've received over the past couple of months due to a smoked-out Ashland, which we now have clean, clear, beautiful skies. Oh, my God, did we miss that. And, uh, and my being sick for a week prior to strep with the lead-up to strep, whatever that was, and then the strep itself. So there you go. Now, I've saved about $800 cash, and that's going to be very helpful. So, again, I'm not coming from a place of desperation. But if I can avoid it, um, I will. I don't have you know any kind of a, a gun to my head. Now, anything can happen between now and uh, October 29th when I leave for Thailand. I mean, we don't know what life is going to deal us. I could be struck with a fucking heart attack while I deliver this monologue. Uh, I'm hoping I don't. It would be nice to actually finish the show uh, before I die, if, in fact, that's possible. Um, the other night, or early in the morning, well, it started with the other night. I picked up a couple of regulars, these two very cute blonde girls, one who I absolutely adore, and she gave me a kiss. Oh, my God. She is so freaking cute. I can't stand it. Anyway, I picked them up and this uh, young, good-looking dude and, and took them up to their uh, the girl's house up the hill. And um, uh, about an hour later, I get a call from this guy saying, Hey, man, I'm kind of lost. I was with these two girls. I got a phone call from my girlfriend. I went outside to take it. The call dropped. I didn't have my glasses. The guy couldn't make his way back to where he was in this residence. So he called like three or four times, and I tried to verbally guide him back. And then uh, I didn't hear from him. And then Joe uh, called me and said, hey, there's this guy wandering around. He may be a little stoned or drunk. He can't seem to get back to where he was. And I said, oh, I know who that is. So I, I went and I, and I got him. So I went up the hill and I grabbed him and we drove up and down the street. And I've been to this residence numerous times. So I knew where the house was, but because he was kind of in his own twilight zone, he lost all perspective and a sense of space and direction. I guess he walked like a quarter mile worth of up and down and all over the place looking for this residence, which he just could not find. But he was always right there. And I even second-guessed myself. I pulled up at the residence, and I've been there again several times. And I told him, you know, I never see where they go in, but there's the stairs they go up. So he went knocking on doors. Uh, uh, the cops were being threatened to be called on him as he uh, inadvertently entered a couple of residences there that were not the residence he uh, came from. So it became all very odd. Uh, by the time I got to him, he was stone cold sober and he just wanted his jacket because his jacket had his very expensive glasses, seeing glasses, because he couldn't see. He's wandering around up in the hills of Ashland blind and uh, his keys to his house and his car, which actually were never recovered. He got his jacket um, and he got his glasses, but he never got his keys. Anyway, I left him up there again. I don't remember now what exactly happened in that way. And then I decided to go back and check on him. Well, that's where the fun began. I saw the two police cars, uh, and then I saw him being um, uh, spoken to. 
and uh, a guy comes out with a baseball bat, and there's all kinds of entertaining activity happening now. Now, Malchus, who's one of the uh, local Ashland police officers I've known almost since I've been here, super nice cat. So Malchus was uh, out there, and another police officer, and a couple of the residents, and uh, I explained to the officers how innocently uh, this young man had lost his items, and he was trying to recover them, and he inadvertently went into a couple of residences that were not the intended residence. And the two girls had passed out. They were asleep. Uh, once he realized where they lived, they weren't answering the door. Um, anyway, the, the police finally got them to answer the door. He got his jacket, got his glasses, and uh, but he didn't find his keys. So I did give him a ride home. The funny thing is he's in the um, CBD business, the most medicinal uh, part of the plant. Although I think the THC has some medicinal qualities. Um, the CBD aspect is what is being discovered as this miracle medicine that we've been uh, so thoughtlessly disregarding as probably all the other plants out there, mushrooms and otherwise, that are the real medicines that we should be ingesting that can save us from our own fucking stupidity. But uh, we have not gotten to that place yet. Anyway, he's Turned out he is or uh, was uh, a football player in the middle school where Malchus was the coach. So uh, they immediately knew each other. And of course, he's just a nice young man. And he's just, he's he's tripping out, man. He's tripping out. He smoked a little weed and, and, and drank a little booze, which typically that mix makes for stupidity. Um, and, and this is what occurred. Deplorable. This is how I feel, shockingly bad in quality, about our education system, the fundamental, the most important thing, in my opinion, literally the single most important thing that we need to do right, we don't. And because of that, there is uh, a huge amount of divorce. There's a huge amount of unnecessary and avoidable suffering. There's a huge amount of pain, a huge amount of horrible, disgusting death, huge amount of, uh shit, because of that deplorable education that we receive, which is inexcusable and, again, unnecessary. We know everything we need to know. We need to disseminate that information intelligently to our youth. So when they become those who decide intelligently to become parents based on knowing all sides and not getting into it willy-nilly or emotionally unintelligently, that they choose something intelligently and want to create family, intelligent family, that creates new intelligent family, that is the evolutionary process of how we're going to be this cool human versus this shitty version of human, which I hope by the time we get to that point that we have just, we don't even look back. This whole looking back thing is killing my neck and it's killing the necks of our kids. You cannot physically walk forward down the street while you're looking backwards. You're going to get hit by a car. You're going to trip. You're going to fall. You're going to hit your face. You're going to break something. You're going to bump into somebody else, bump into something. You cannot move forward while you're looking back. And we spend too much time looking back, this being stuck in the wheel of constantly being lambasted with how shitty we've been for so long leading up to this point and being reminded and keep running that projector in our head and, and releasing those chemicals in our brain that remind us of how shitty we are. Let's clean that slate, man. I forgive everybody. 
from yesterday going backward. You are not accountable for anything that was, only anything that now is going forward. We can do this work, man. It's not terribly difficult work. We just have to change how we think about what we need to do. So deplorable. Ah, Wiley, skilled at gaming and advantage, especially deceitfully. Oh, like Wiley Coyote. That dumb fuck. He never figured it out. I mean, the Roadrunner had his number. I mean, that's the bottom line. So I'm looking at my screensaver, and every couple of minutes, a new word pops up. And uh, so let's see how I can work that in. Amend. Well, here we go. This is a great word, amend, a verb. Make minor changes in a text in order to make it fairer, more accurate, or more up-to-date. Modify formally as a legal document or a legislative bill. Make better, improve, put right. Let's amend how we educate our children. Who's going to have the balls? Where's the balls, guys and girls? We're the balls people on the floor of the House and the Senate that stand up like Mr. Smith goes to Washington and says, what the fuck are we doing here? What is the matter with us? Why are we acting like such fucking spoiled shitty babies? Why can't we just do the right thing by everybody so everybody can equally benefit from it? All right, so the word deplorable just came back up. And we're just going to move on now. So uh, Zoe uh, is sick again. I guess she was sick and then she was not sick for a couple days and now she's sick again. My, my opinion is she has a very weak immune system. And I don't live there with she and their mother, uh, my ex, and my son. But, um, oh, here's a word, new word, prone. Prone to, prone to do something like or liable to suffer from, do, or experience something, typically something regrettable or unwelcome. Like, we are prone to do stupid shit because we, we don't know to do any better because of this deplorable education. Lame education. We're lame. Totally lame, man. On the show today, we've got Mandy Valencia. It's show number 22. Halfway to 44. Cannot imagine even actually reaching 44 and, and who that guest may be. Uh, had a good time with Mandy. She's super fun. I love her laugh. We had a good time. We smoked out and talked about a whole lot of stuff. So we just had to deal with the cops because they did live at the address that we went to numerous times, but there's multiple units there. Yeah, who knew that downstairs unit would be the fucking the big uh, curveball in the and whole I guess scenario. That's the owner of Creekside Pizza who was super pissed. Who couldn't understand, couldn't quite fathom the fact that I was just one floor below him. And, and there we go. So now I am... Good times. Uh, Public enemy number, number two. One. <laughs> yeah, number two. Yeah, number one. I guess being uh, Jimmy Hoffa. Well, yeah, who, but he can't do much about yeah. anything now. Yeah, yeah. He's still he, buried he, somewhere. Uh, isn't he? He's still at large, though. At large. <laughs> he hasn't been found. He's another ghost, like <laughs> <in> girls. <laughs> right. Yeah. Or apparently like that house. All right. Where are we but, going? All right. So right on Laurel. You mean left on Laurel? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yes. Correct. Oh, <laughs> correct. Man. So you got your jacket, you got your glasses, you can at least see that I you have see. no keys. I can at least you can see. see that you can't get in your house. Exactly. But uh, just a pure tragedy. That, that's how. That's what America devolved to, is the fact that a guy says, Hey man, quite honestly, I'm a little bit confused, turn around, I think I perhaps left my keys in here. 
I think you can kind of tell like a malice in someone's voice when they kept them profusely apologizing. He was just being kind of a dick, actually. I mean, he was beyond, beyond a, kind of a dick. Yeah. Well, I I'm mean, trying to be politically reasonable oh, right. about well, for, for the sake of your podcast, yes. Well, was. no, no. For the podcast, <laughs> let's be fucking dead truthful. I mean, right, yeah. He was being a total well, asshole. The guy was being cut. He was. <laughs> he really, he really was. He was not a very uh, he was, empathetic individual. No. He was like, oh, let, let, let's let it fry. It's like, dude, I've apologized ten times over. Well, I knew as soon as I pulled up and I saw the police cars there, they were for you. Yeah. Right there, you go. Welcome back to Ashland, baby. Yeah, right. That was the welcoming committee. <laughs> yeah, the neighbors. At and the, the moment, I, I didn't even I didn't even see Malchus. I had my head down, and they were shining the lights in my eyes, and I and I heard Malchus open his mouth for two seconds. I was like, "Hey, Malchus, it's Dylan. You were my football fucking coach in middle school. Like, like relax. You've chased me around my entire youth. Like, we're good. You know me." Like, right. I, I don't mean... It's really good that it was actually Malchus. Yeah, and but the fact that Malchus did said, do you want to press charges to the guy? I was like... Well, he you, has to say I, that I get. Him. I guess he does. It's his job. So I'm left here. Um, but, uh, yeah, anyways. Well, he like, knew he knew that he wouldn't. Yeah, I guess I guess that's where it's at. It's yeah. like, especially when I... That, and that's part of my reason was like, hey, Malchus, it's Dylan. Right. Like... You have I'm, a good I'm, story for your girlfriend. I, I'm, yeah, no shit. Hey, Sonia, if you're listening... Sorry, baby. <laughs> What's her name? Sonia. Well, yeah. he's innocente, so yeah. it's all pure innocence, man. Yeah. It's just a fucking goofy thing oh, that happened. Man. So where are you at? I am right there. Okay, cool. And um, I owe you a whole lot more than cash at this point. So uh, I do have my wallet. I mean, that, that, that I do have. So, you may tip me. Yes. So you, you create a number at this point. No, no. You just tip me what you feel my value was. I don't give a shit, man. Well, it doesn't matter. It's not like I had a bunch of calls that I had to give up to help you uh, out. Well, no, you, but you did have a whole lot of back and forth that you had to give up. Oh, it was good entertainment for me, too. That was fucking hilarious. Well, I felt bad for you because of all the bullshit. And you still didn't get your keys. I literally still didn't get my keys, but now, oh my God. Now you don't have your wallet? Are you fucking serious? What is happening tonight? I've already paid you, right, with the card. You did. I have done absolutely nothing in between. Okay. Jesus Christ. Dude. Like, right. I'm, I'm moving shit around because I'm freaking out. Yeah. All right. All right. I see you. Focus up. Uh, so, where's your square? Ricky Price here. He's got a company <laughs> called Hi-Siskiyou Tours, and you're pioneering tourism where you take people to places where they grow cannabis. Is that kind of it? It's a good way to put it. First and foremost, it's about connecting with the plants. Right. But it's about getting an education and understanding what you really want, helping to get what you really want so that you can ask the right questions and you want to make sure and have that guidance and be aware of what to ask and why to ask totally. it. And that's one of the things that Ricky's passionate about is really educating people and giving them that download because for so long, marijuana has been 
you know, uh, criminal. And now that we're understanding that uh, medicinal qualities of the actual plant, Reiki is giving people the opportunity to ask the right questions. So not only is, you know, do we go on the farms, but it's also about going to the dispensaries. You know, this is where people are actually going to go buy their medicine. There are ways to achieve what you want. Right. And and it can all be from the same plant. Right. So we need to help them understand what, why, and how so that they're able to continue evolving yeah. and understanding this amazing plant. All strains are different. Qualities, the effects are different. So you want to make sure and talk to people who actually know what they're talking about. You're more of educators, and I appreciate that. And part of the disconnect between uh, community and this medicine is that lack of education being afraid of something they're not aware of. And not openly talking about it. There's no stigma anymore. There's no stigma to say that I smoke marijuana. So I've only been smoking for about two years and I'm just getting introduced to all this stuff. Terpenes are where it's at. Terpenes are what attach to your receptors. The terpenes are what deliver the THC. So if there are not enough of the right terpenes in your medicine, you are not getting the full effect. How did this all come to be? 2005. We got married to decide to move to Maui and live in a van on the beach and sell jewelry for a year for our honeymoon. We had a Volkswagen that we lived in for a year and a half and we'd pick up people like tourists and people hitchhiking and they'd be like, what are you guys doing? And we're like, oh, we're going to the beach, man. We're going to go to this spot. And they're like, can we just go with you? So we were like, of course. And then we'd take them to the best spot to eat. They would have this journey, some people on their honeymoon. Some people were just traveling through, some people lived there, our friends would go on this journey and they always called it Destiny Tours. Planted that seed and once we left and we had this great journey, lived there for five years and then we came back and I didn't think much about it anymore. I loved the journey and then all of a sudden I was on the massage table and I had this vision of wineries that were like butteries with like pearly gates with rows of ganja growing out to the right and to the left and the tasting room that you can go in and all their jars were up there, all their top-end stuff. I didn't want to be 50 and still serving tables and I've been trying to rethink my life, you know, and what I would do otherwise. Ideally, I want to have a bed and breakfast where I can have a certified kitchen and have tincturing classes, how to make edibles, nutrition classes and also a place for everybody to gather and have different farmers come in and talk about their techniques and this being the vehicle for all of this together. Cannabis 101 is one of the things I'm working on and just talking about exactly what it is. Sativa, indica, terpenes. And let's go for it. Let's, you know, let's, let's surf that technological wave and, and take this ancient plant and plug it in. Let's keep it pure, let's keep it real. And that's another part of, I believe, our responsibility and part of Ricky's mission and vision. Mark, a lot of fun, dude. I do what I can when I can. If I can't, then I won't, then I don't forget about it. Thank you. You're welcome. And uh, Ricky, uh, Mm -hmm. I'm excited to go on the tour. Good, I'm excited to have you on the tour. And you say that's October 1st? October 1st, Sunday. Sunday, And uh, pick up at 11 in the plaza. And uh, what's that domain name again? What's your Hi, website? HiSiskiTours.com. How do you spell Siskiu? S-I-S-K-I-Y-O-U. Okay, cool. Best ways is just come on the tour and experience it. All right, well, thanks for coming. And uh, I appreciate all the uh, party favors that you brought. A little yeah, beer, a little totally. weed, and much love to you guys. Have a great rest of your day. I will. You Cheers. Too, Cheers. Cheers.
To find out more about High Siskiyou Tours, please visit them online at HighSiskiyouTours.com. H-I-G-H-S-I-S-K-I-Y-O-U Tours.com. Oh, by the way, is pot legal in Oregon? Yes, okay. it is absolutely. Well, I'll tell you, then you got a story. I, I haven't been in the United States for about three years, and I haven't lived here for seven. Uh, you know, I, I get the news and all that stuff, but I, I flew into Seattle, and uh, I was staying there a couple days, uh, and um, I was uh, I took the flew in, took the train downtown, and my uh, place I was staying was a couple blocks from where I got dropped off downtown. And, so I get off and I was walking a couple blocks and stuff, and I said, what the hell is that? He said, wow, that sure smells like pot. I said, nah. And then uh, within, within three blocks, I smelled it three or four times. I said, I, I remember that. It's been a while, but that's a, it's a distinctive smell. I, I know that's what it is. So sure as hell, you know, I got up there and I said, you know what? And so I, you know, see the pot shop down the street and stuff. So I, uh, you know, I noticed that. The pot shop. Yeah. So, so I see there's a few states now: uh, Washington, Oregon, a few others. California. I guess. Okay. Yeah, no, no. the The scales are tipping, man. Yeah, okay. The scales of reality are starting yeah. to tip. Well, I haven't, you know, like I said, that was a kind of a I had to awaken a memory as to what that smelled like a little bit because it's been a long time. But no, um, well, you can just roll into a store here, dude, and just. Well, I, I did actually. I, I went in, like I said, since I, I that was new to me. I, I while I was in Seattle, I went into a couple of shops just to see what it was, you know, what it was all about. Right. How'd you feel about that experience? Well, I'll tell you what, the, the couple that I went into, and again, maybe each particular shop is different, it was really sterile. I, I was thinking it was going to be a lot more fun, you know, right. uh, but it was pretty sterile. And I suppose, you know, they they got to do that, you know, because maybe it's, yeah, there's still some people who oppose that, you know, so I suppose they got to be, uh, you know, they're going by the letter of the law and, you know, even the spirit of the law, you know. So it went. Everything was behind glass. It was neatly packaged with, uh, you know, product labels and you know, and chemical analysis and all shit. And and um, eh, you know, it was just. I suppose well, they got to do that. You know? No, well, I I think it's up to the owner too. Yeah. I mean, yes, they're. I think first and foremost, they're trying to portray a professional medical operation. Yes, I think that's exactly. However. You know, I like the idea of a mixed San Francisco-style head shop with fucking smoking weed, right? Well, I'll tell you what. They had, again, this. it might have just been this particular shop and guy, but he had no paraphernalia in there. there I don't think they can. Oh, uh, okay. No, no, there, no. There was a shop literally next door in the same building right. that had all that. Yeah. We, there's there's a place. Uh, okay. Actually, there's a, one went out of, I think he went out of business, Mike, but there was a smoke shop that became a dispensary and he had uh, to have, his dispensary was in the back, a little tiny operation, and then he had a traditional smoke shop in the uh, front. Okay. Uh, but he's like the only one too that's actually gone out of business. Mm -hmm. and, and the other ones that are more, like you say, clinical looking, yeah, they, that's are word, the ones yes. that are staying above board yeah. and not having as much difficulty. Yeah, and that, I'm quite sure that's that's what it was. Well, if he was, if that was his intent, he, he achieved it because yeah. it, I, I was a bit disappointed. I mean, I don't know what I was expecting, but well, uh, you were you know, thinking that there would be a little lightness to it based on <laughs> what it was you were getting. Yeah, yeah. But you know, it is because it was the medical sure. industry that was driving Absolutely. the legislature yeah. uh, 
uh, to make changes. Yeah. Um, there's, so there's a perception of... Yeah, and I, plus I, there's like, you know, there might be a 90-year-old woman with cancer rolling in there. She doesn't want to see fucking Jimi Hendrix t-shirts well, on the wall. <laughs> well, so, I mean, yeah, I do. Well, well yeah, that's... It would be that, nice to have another room maybe mm, at least mm, for mm, stoners mm, versus patients. Mm-hmm. But, you know, time will... That'll all change. Exactly. That... It's exactly. new, dude. So, We're in the infancy mm, stages mm, of coming to some kind of realization that medicine is not what we think it mm-hmm. is. Yeah. So, so you know, I went and saw, and uh, I, I didn't, I didn't even buy, it. I didn't buy any. Oh, you didn't buy any. No, I didn't. Were you turned off, and that's is that no, why you didn't buy it? No, you know, there, no, not exactly. Um, well, actually, it was funny because on the way here, uh, I think it was in Oregon somewhere, and on the last couple of hundred miles. You know, I saw some signs, and one of them, you know, was the the cut rate cannabis or whatever the hell is name. It was something like that. It was very playful, you know. Yeah. And it was uh, only six bucks a gram. Always six bucks a gram. Wow. And the one is that cheap? Uh, I guess. Oh, okay. I, I, I don't know. It falls, I, I, it's given to me. I never fucking. Well, okay, it. because um, yeah, at the one in, in Seattle, it was ten bucks. You know, I lo- they had God, they had a they had a selection. I'll tell you that. Right. right. And uh, the lowest, it was 10 bucks. I mean, not that that's any kind of money or anything, but, you know, hell, I, you know, I can remember 15 bucks for a quarter pound, you know. Yeah, but it wasn't the but shit that, you buy now the, either. This stuff is right. rocket fuel, Exactly. Man. It's, it was, it was weed is exactly, exactly. what it was. <laughs> but anyway. Since you and I are totally into weed, that yeah. we would make this like the weed show. Like we talk about weed, we smoke weed, yeah. fart weed, fucking yeah. weed. Burp weed. Burp weed. Eat weed. Yeah, I don't have any to you eat. You need a poker. Yet. You need a poke. You got a poker to clean that little pipe out? There you oh go. Oh my gosh. Clean. clean like a motherfucker no, right get there. Get on board with that. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Here, wait, we need a weed plate to put the weed yeah. stuff on. Wait, I need like a weed tray. Yeah. Ah, I have it. Damn, everything's good. Here we go. Weed tray. Yeah. <laughs> but you don't have a poker masher situation? Uh, no, not really. I guess I, I'm not really a weed guy if I don't have a fucking poker. Well, I, I mean, some people are big proponents and then others are like, that's dumb. You can use anything to well, clean you your bowl out. Which is some, true. Yeah, I've used a knife. I just did that and broke the bowl out of one of my little pipes. Uh-oh. Well... Maybe I was just going a little too crazy with the knife. All right, now it's my turn. Smoke it up. Smoke it up. I have a vape pen, too, if you want to hit that. Okay, those are cool. Those are great for, like, when you're out traveling. anywhere. Out and about. Fucking anywhere. Yeah. what I just did? Huh. Wait a minute. I just made a major purchase. I haven't made a major purchase of anything over $500 in a long time. Okay, what did you buy? I purchased myself... An electric bicycle. Oh! Because I don't necessarily plan on driving the taxi when I come back from Thailand in November. Okay. I need transportation. Correct. I do not want to be a fuel pig. Good. I just live in fucking Ashland. I can recharge it. It's got lights on it. I can ride it at night. 
I mean, I'm not putting any fucking passengers on it, but... Uh, yeah, not going to do a rickshaw taxi no, situation. No, I'm done you with could it. with a motor almost. Well, no, you couldn't. Not with this one. And it folds up. You can uh, fucking carry it. Well, there you go. That's really cool. And you know what else? There's no such thing as bad weather. Only no, bad gear. Exactly. So if you dress for the rain Dude, or whatever, I can ride it. Then you'll be fine. Other than maybe snow, I can pretty much ride it. Yeah, snow's dangerous. A day. So yeah. I'll walk. Parking is no longer Dude, it's an over. issue. No. Yeah, yeah. When I lived in Ashland, I always rode my bike downtown and stuff just because uh, I didn't want to deal with parking. Well, I did that. <laughs> I did that for a couple summers. That way I could just pull up, boop, lock it up, <laughs> done. I did that for a couple summers, and then I did this stupid experiment, and I ended up losing my bike. Losing? You mean, well, yeah. Well, I don't know if it got stolen or You didn't lock it. Well, I did lock it, but I think the police took it. Okay, so here's what happened. (laughs) When I was living on Hargenine, Uh they were painting the building, so I had to not park the bike, attach Uh, it to the building there. So I started attaching it to the bike racks in front of OSF. I left it there for a month purposely to see. I guess, obviously, I didn't give a shit about the bike. I went to go unlock it, and it was gone. It was gone. So yeah, I, that's what the bike swap is every year because so many people just lock their bikes up and fucking disappear. Right. And walk away forever. Right. Go. Who knows where they go? They go they get just high disappear. and they forget they fucking <laughs> even have a bike. They're on the PCT. They go back right. to Portland. Right. Who knows what they do? But then the cops have just like legit so many disco- like left bikes that they have to even people that don't lock them up just leave them. It's so right. Funny. Okay, wait. I have to make one more modification here. Okay. Only because every time we put the pipe down... See, I'm thinking audio all the time now. What's yeah. What's making noise? What's... Yesterday I had, you know Esteban, the guy that plays the fucking uh, banjo? No. In front of the co-op, and he's got a long white beard and white hair, and he looks like a total old school hippie bohemian. I don't dude. go to the co-op anymore because of the parking. Where do you live now? Medford. Oh, yeah. Don't they have a co-op in Medford now? They do. Is it like ours without all the oh, no. people like that? I have no idea. Look at that. Now it's quiet. So since this is the weed episode, my weed hero is comedian Doug Benson. Doug Benson is notoriously known for being just the super fucking pothead and has leveraged it like to make shows and movies and documentaries where he's been himself. Did you see Super Jaime? I did. Okay. And his podcast is awesome. I haven't heard his podcast. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Yeah. Oh, and he has a... um, yeah, getting dug with high. I, is, I, I, that one is really funny. I think I saw one. I or mean, two if you smoke weed, that. it's great, especially if you're smoking weed by yourself and you yeah. feel like, you know, it's fun to smoke weed with other people. And they're just smoking weed. He's just smoking weed with like his like famous celebrities and his friends, right? And just hanging out and shooting the shit. And doesn't he smoke get, weed with like Sarah Silverman? And, oh yeah yeah, 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 all kinds of people and yeah. like, and uh, and his goal is to get them like you know as baked Ripped. as he can get them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh, so great. And my weed superhero is Snoop Dogg. Uh, okay. We had a whole Snoop Dogg conversation last I time know. I was here. And I, you know, I put him, okay, Doug, I'm not going to put, I'm not going to do pole position. <laughs> no, but I, if you're going to say yours, yes. I just want to say mine. And then also let you know that like also Snoop Dogg's video podcast thing that's on YouTube is GGN Network. Yeah. That's my favorite. It's huh. so okay. hilarious. And the same thing, he has guests on and um, he just smokes Halloween. But then he, he's funny though because 
uh, he promotes a lot of products right. and has a lot of his own he's got stuff. His own shit, man. Yeah, he's he does. Different. So then he has all his shit up on the desk. He's always he's like, check this out. It'll tell his guests all about how cool it is. He's like you can have that, man. And but just he's selling his own stuff, he's but just being man, cool. And course. yeah, and then they have like these little breaks where they have just a, a really hot girl in a bathing suit, like pretending to give the weather that is totally meaningless. Okay, I have. To. It's just hilarious. It sounds kind of like you know Howard Stern style <clears throat> shit. Ish, with but his, no, with Snoop his Dogg. Own thing. Yeah, yeah, and he has a really, you know, broad spectrum of guests on, so. Yeah, of course he does. He can fucking oh have gosh, anybody It's one wants. of my favorite shows. I just, I watch that What's and laugh called? my ass off. Just Google, like, Snoop Dogg on you, on YouTube, his GGN network. Okay. Yeah, his okay. Snoop Dogg show. All right. Really so, good. I love Super Jaime. Yes. Because of his experiment, which turned out exactly how I thought it would turn out. I know, me too, right? I was, like, such More a stoner. More functioning. Yeah. <laughs> I was and, such a stoner watching it, fine. like, what's going to happen? And then, like, oh, yeah, duh, because that's my life, too. Uh, so. Here's the mistake that you and I are <laughs> making right now. What? I don't know that in that movie he smoked a lot. He vaped a lot. Oh, I got you. But in this new show, The High Court, where he's, like, Judge Judy and wasted presiding over real sort of cases well, right. with his stoner bailiff buddies... Judge uh, Judy's not a real judge either. She's all, like a basically like a court appointed mediator, she's and so you Jewish just a chick that figured out how yeah. to fucking. Cash and she's in. so rich. Yeah, of course she is. So rich, but I'm just saying. Yeah, you don't have to be a judge. It's just a TV show. No, obviously. of course. <laughs> However, it looks good. And, yeah. You know they got the fucking emblem, and yeah. people are easily you know convinced otherwise. It's yeah, not that hard. But he smokes out of a bong in the chambers. When they go deliberate, <laughs> the deliberation is fucking jubilation through fucking smoking out of a big glass bong. Not all of his bailiffs have smoked. Okay. <laughs> I think only one actually opted out. He doesn't smoke weed. Um, and then they go back out. They're wasted. And he has to tell them what the decision is, you know, based on them doing whatever fucking... Well, you should be super baked, right? I don't know. Does your mind ever change about stuff once you get high? Let me think about that. This is what I do. Yeah. I get all impulsive. I'm sober and outraged and I post a bunch of crazy shit on Facebook. And then I get home and smoke a bowl and get really high. And then I'm like, oh my God, I have I to delete that. I, that. I have to delete that immediately. <laughs> it does offer <laughs> contemplative moments. And I'm like, well, which is it? Well, it's both true. Yeah. One is you just didn't put your filter on. The other one is your filter's on and you got... It's cranked up to 11. Right. <laughs> so it's all I'm like, good. hide, shh, low profile. And you can always say, oops, <laughs> I've smoked weed and now I'm sorry. No, I my Facebook is more of a, has a more of a Snapchat uh, <laughs> aesthetic, oh, aesthetic so... because it's there and it's gone because right. I change my mind constantly but about you don't delete what's your on post, there. Do you? A lot of times I do, but lately I'll just change them to only I. I can see it so then like it's still there and if i feel oh, like putting it back uh-huh it just is a little lock and says only me only i can see that so then it's like i can change it that's back what Tipo talks about is writing later. it down and then putting it in a desk drawer so you get it out of you that's yeah. fucking good. That's the virtual desk drawer. Yeah, and sometimes I do. Sometimes I'll just say, you know what? Like, I feel like saying it, so I'm going to say it, but... Did you people know that you can <laughs> have the only, you see it only thing with the lock on it? Even that's like another layer of don't, you put a lock on it. Now, do you really want to unlock it? That's a good psychological yeah. second chance to like or, not hit send. Or you can do like I do and do friends except acquaintances. What's that? 
Uh, you, there's a setting that you can you can make individual lists, yeah. and I have a list of acquaintances. Mm. So of course these are people that I'd met, but maybe I don't know them. Maybe we have like really we, yeah we don't know each other really. Right. I haven't done this with them, you You're know. Right. <laughs> so uh, I may not want them to know everything about my life. No, no, that's true. You know, and so when I make those Clearly, friends, I don't give a shit. I know, but this is an option. I'm just letting you know. Well, it's not on this. Cool. It's not an option. Because I say every fucking thing on my mind, and you can find it, you can fucking hear it. So clearly I have But that. people are opting in to come click and, and spend the time listening. Or returning. Which is different from scrolling through your Facebook That's where you're true. being subjected to who knows what. I'm subjecting people, don't worry. <laughs> this is a huge subjection. I uh, prepare to All be you subjected. You may the... never want to listen again, but it's too late. That needs to be a title at least of one of the shows. What's that? Subjected? Yeah, you're about to be subjected. This is the one. You just named your fucking show, Holmes. Isn't that a good one, though? Yeah, I like it. I mean, it's not weed-related, but kind of is. No, well, that could have been Tipo's. Yeah, that's a good one for Tipo's. God, I love that man. Did he talk about our film at all? I haven't heard the whole thing. Yes, he did. Okay, cool. No, he gave you mad fucking props. Oh, did he? Yeah, of course. Oh, really? (laughs) You're a winner! (laughs) It's weird how many of your podcast guests have been talking about me. Well, first of all... (laughs) I'm just joking. No, there is. (laughs) There are a lot of people I know, which is why I really have enjoyed it. I will guarantee by the time I get to podcast number 44, I will listen to them. I've already found all these unbelievable threads through many of them. Yeah. So they're all connected anyway. And just like of course. Of, everything is. Of course, man. Everything is. Of course, man. Yeah, absolutely. How's your baby? Oh, he's awesome. How old is he now? Two and a half. Oh. He's really in the thick of the twos. He's very uncooperative. Do you fuck with your hair when you smoke weed or when you don't? Oh, no, all the time. All the time. Yeah. No, I'm not telling you to stop. <laughs> I'm just, I'm being aware. No, I do it all the time. I've always done it since I could touch my hair. What do you think hair. that is? Probably ADHD. What does that mean? Attention deficit hyperactive. It's a hyper one where I'm like super, super. Why can't that just be you? Why does it have to be It is. It has. I only just got diagnosed this year. I'm 35 years old. And I've I've got through college. I've, you know, done a lot of things. Here's the the question. (laughs) And I was undiagnosed. I had no idea. you're this thing. Right, right. Is anything any different? Um... Yes. Uh, what's different is now I have this awareness and I'm like, oh, because I kind of knew it anyway. But and I'm like, oh, OK, well, that kind of makes I get it now. That's what because sometimes I'm like, why do I do this? Why am I so impulsive? Why do I you know, why can I be so, you know, does it make you uh, feel better? Kind of erratic. There's things I can do to help those symptoms, like making sure you get eight hours of sleep every night is mm-hmm. super important for an ADHD brain mm-hmm. or an ADD brain, period. Right. Because these things are running in overdrive. That's the problem. Right. And so you have to rest it. Right. And it's hard to rest a really wound up machine. And How a lot of people don't How sleep. How about all kinds of Yeah, so exercises. smoking weed. You know, yeah. I don't, I'm not going on any pharmaceuticals. I right. had no, I have, doesn't seem that much them? of it. I did take Ritalin. Uh, to get through my finals in college because it helped How'd me focus. Go? Yeah, it helped me. Fo- well, my mom was like, you know, she gave them to me and she was like, it might make you feel kind of amped up or, you know, because... But you're already amped up. Well, right, because she didn't know amp? I had ADD and neither did I. Oh. So for a non-ADD person to take Ritalin would make you like not hungry, kind of amped up and oh, kind of so, have a, like a cookie effect. Yeah. It is what it is, really. Yeah. It's time release. Oh. So, yeah. Well, that's why people abuse it. Oh, it's a narcotic. I get it. I, yeah. I yeah. Know what the yeah. Thing was. And Adderall too, right? Which is kind oh. of the same thing. She's like it might make you feel that way, but it didn't. It oh. was totally like it, it actually like totally calmed me down. Oh, so like I said, I could focus right in. Fire with fire thing. 
and then, but that's how someone with ADD would respond right. to the correct medication. Right, right, right. So I was like, ah, son of a bitch. Right. I have ADD. Right. Wow. <laughs> so I kind of knew. But you self-diagnosed through the through that experiment? No, I got diagnosed by a, um, okay. a doctor this okay. year. But she's a counselor, and so, you know, she doesn't push me to be on any medicine or anything. Right. And the ganja really helps. Hey, because my brain medicine, is... medicine, y'all. It really is. It helps with the impulse control because you are a little slowed down, you know? And, like, I need that because yeah. that's the problem with my brain. It's going too fast You're a fucking hummingbird in there. Yeah, which is kind of cool no, sometimes. No, it's good, first of all. <laughs> but not all the it time. It makes you sharp. Yeah. In many ways. ADD people are usually like pretty smart. It's part of your speedy personality. It's part of your quick access to wit. So we label a lot of shit pretty fucked up, actually. And they're just us. It, exactly. We just need to figure out how to make it work for us. And if it just comes down to some fucking weed, wow. Well, we could all use it, I'm sure. It's anyway. my medicine. That's why I'm it's so everybody's medicine. passionate about God, defending damn. it, you know? Yeah, yeah well, for fuck's right. sakes. It is. I mean, I don't know. The people that get paranoid on weed, though. So there's a thing. There's clearly yeah. this is a chemical react, some, yeah. reactionary process that happens. Yeah. And everybody is geared however they're geared chemically. So, yeah, may, it's not for everybody. Right. But there's other things, too, growing out there that we don't even fucking know or have any awareness of yet and have not tried to find out about things. 70% of pharmaceutical medicines are Native American medicines. 70%. Are what? Are, are from Native American medicines. The stuff that they're making that causes diarrhea, cancer, thoughts of suicide. Well, no. But that's I'm what t- I'm talking about. Those are pharmaceuticals. Yes, but that's because they're altering them and stuff, right? Well, whatever. I'm but they're taking about the, what the, they These natural things exist already. No, All I know these that. things so exist. So why aren't we just using those? Well, we should. <laughs> well, I, I, well, that's what I don't understand. But a lot of them do work because it is medicine. Of course it does. Yeah. The only reason they're not using You're talking about the new experimental cre- crazy stuff. What stuff? Like new chemical pharmaceutical stuff that... Well, just anything yeah. that causes symptoms that require medication or something to take care of it, which is almost all pharmaceuticals. You know, you heard. I don't know if you heard the show with, uh, with Andy Baxter. No, not yet. I haven't listened to all of them yet. Well, talking about your body is one system comprised of many systems. You cannot access one system and not affect another system. So if I give you something to treat one thing, the rest of your body still has to fucking deal with whatever that is, like chemotherapy that kills you to try and save you. Yeah. So, and I never really told this correctly before, but now that I'm super stoned, now I can, which is, uh, I I mentioned that medicine, uh, prescription medicine, is like an assassin at the mall with a machine gun trying to kill one person. Yeah. You're going to take a bunch of fucking other people out, man. Unless you're a sharpshooter and you have precision. Listen, we've been oversold on Western medicine. Well, of course. They're just throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks. Honestly, they don't know that much. They do know. It's like religion. To know. It's like, oh, you have to do this or you can't right. go to heaven. That's well, the rules. Just That's the rules. On our fucking following along mentality. Yeah, and it makes all. everyone feel nice and comfortable. Like everything makes sense and like but everything it's not is really solvable. Of Here, course, it's not. Have some weed, man. All right. So you know, Tipo has lung cancer. Yeah. I know that. I convinced him it was okay to talk about it a little bit on the okay. show good. and let his community know that he's got something, but the prognosis is good, okay. and he has the good cancer, the best case scenario. Okay. Kind of like my testy boy, you know, get yeah, it out, get it, it up, get the fuck out, all good now, it's fine. So 
That's what he thinks is going to happen. But what I cut out of the show uh-huh. was talking about what caused his cancer. Smoking? Yeah, but not just smoking cigarettes. Oh, yeah, I know. Smoking weed. Oh, weed? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, you're burning something and... Oh, I know. That's why I honestly... Um, yeah, I mean, I try to smoke it through water as much as I can. And, mm. you know, a lot of it's genetics, too. You've got these people that... Uh, that's true. Smoke I, the, cigs and shit until they're... Until they're fucking they're, 90 yeah. and then they go, oh, I'm done now. Yeah, or there's people that die, die from secondhand smoke right. at 45 or something. I know, but I mean, still, clearly... <clears throat> Yeah, it's not. It's, it's a risk it's factor. It's increasing your fucking percentage of yeah, problems. Yeah, so is every time you get behind the wheel of your car, for sure. Or my electric bike. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. You're just a little. I'm a little target. My little white bike. Puppet. <laughs> meat puppet. Cheater. You're a cheater. With your motorized vehicular device. I'm a cheater. Because I'm not pedaling? Yeah. But I am pedaling. Okay, good. Also, and... I'm just playing with you. No, but I'm not sucking off the fucking gas tit either. It's electric. Yeah. So you just charge it up here in your apartment or... Yeah. Cute. And I can't... I made a... Well, I had to. There's no way for me to know unless I did. It's... You can pick it up. It's fucking heavy. Well, yeah. I for sure. I have a hernia. I picked oh, it up. you have a hernia right now? Yeah, I'm going to fucking Thailand in November to get it fixed. Oh, I thought Boo had a hernia. What are you talking about, Melissa? I was, I was Boo's hernia. Big asshole. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but like I was starting to say, my homies in Thailand have taken up bets. Yeah. That we'll get back together. Oh, for sure you will. Of course you will, as soon as you go over there. No. No? Oh, no. You need someone to take care of you? So I got plenty of friends. Good. No, I don't need a fucking wet nurse, dude. I'm just, okay. Get, no, good no, for no, no, you, no. dude. Good. Awesome. Did Check you really out. think I was just going to go back over there and like rehook? It's just easy. You no, know. I don't need to do easy. Easy's lazy. Yeah, for I'm sure. I'm not fucking lazy in that way. Good. That's no, good for you. That would be the easy thing to call her up and go, I love you. <laughs> fucking. No, because that Sorry. would be fucking yeah, just, inauthentic no. of me and just... asshole of me. And I'm not going to be assholey. That's not me. I love it. Yeah, go Mark. Absolutely. Well, I don't know. I'm not a fucking superhero for breaking up with a girl and then not calling her again <laughs> while I'm there. Well, I mean, but just not to take the easy route. That's well, good. and actually it's not that easy because I'm obligated. Once I re-engage, yeah, yeah. I'm subjecting myself to the thing that made me want to break up. So it's not very fucking smart. It's not easy. It's fucking stupid. Yeah. And people are codependent and they end up staying with each other. Yeah. Through misery and horrible shit and punishment and shit and fucked and... I, I can't do that. And maybe I'm selfish for me because I'm not going to subject myself. No, you know what? No, check it out. I, you have self-respect. I, I just I just broke up, Mostly. right, with my fiancé. Yeah. And I had a lot of I ladies... I got married. No, we're not. We were just engaged. Oh, wait a yeah. fucking... That's a good idea to be engaged a long time. Um, but I had a lot of ladies tell me that they are in similar situations. They're extremely unhappy, but local. Yeah, of course. Well, you know this is a fucking disease here anyway. Is it? But yeah. they were too. Af- they were afraid to be single moms. You know, they're afraid course. to. But that's but that's go a false sense of security. Own. Yeah, totally. You have to deal with something because they have a few bucks. I mean, that's ridiculous. But just, at the same time, I mean, it is a hard route to go for real. You got to be realistic. Like this is not, you know, you're definitely not going to. So when is be this going to make us think about what put us in the position of being there? And oh, of I'm course. I'm going to use you as an example because yeah. I don't know. Well, you have to sort of go through when, it and learn your lesson and start well, but to. Wait a minute. It. What if the lessons are avoidable and we keep going through this hoop of fucking stupidity because we have emotional immaturity based on the lack of education, which 
puts us in a position of fucking failure like over and over because once the codependency machine is turned on, it's pretty fucking hard to shut off. No, you can't really without awareness. But most people don't ever come to until maybe it's too late or their spouse kills them. So Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Self-respect. Have some respect for yourself. Yeah, but if you don't know what that means and it's never been demonstrated to you and you don't know how to access it, you can't just, like, knowingly fucking go there. Yeah, but you can know that you're in trouble and that you're repeating your mistakes. I mean, I, I that's where I was I at. know, but that's Einstein's theory of insanity, which is doing the same thing over and again, expecting a different result. Most people do that. No, but... Sure, and they get stuck in that because that's comfortable. That's a chemi- it's not just comfortable, it's chemical. It's like your condition. Your brain starts producing things yeah. that convinces you that you're in a comfortable zone to protect you from the fact that you're in a shitty place. Right. So it becomes normalized. Yeah, totally. So you don't know in a normal situation that you're not in a normal situation because it is a self-defense mechanism to get you through it because your brain's not going to go, hey man, by the way, you're... <laughs> fuck it up big time but then okay so but then don't you you see like for me i was in that pad been in that pattern of having the same making the same like relationship mistakes over and over again the saying is a smart man learns from his own mistakes a wise man learns from others right and i think that actually was uh that guy who was smart and said things okay einstein maybe no oh maybe it was does kind of sound like an Einstein. It's quote. an Einsteiny thing. Yeah, it is. Okay. And even if it's not, we'll just assign it to him anyway. Okay. He's like, a lot of fucking. Or that you're saying people don't have it. I don't think people. But they do. Well, I mean, they, they, they do and they don't. But if you're asleep, it really requires a sense of awareness. You're even though you're fucked up. You're I'm still... aware of it. Okay. <laughs> Which is huge. Well, and that's everything. A, yeah, that's the whole a, thing. I know, but it's a small percentage of people that actually have an understanding that they're understanding what they're going through. And even though they may do nothing about it, they, they're aware of it. Most people are just not aware that yeah. their situation is not good. And they think it's normal Ooh. because yeah. they have conditioned themselves to get used to it. Or they... Like getting beat up every day. Or they're aware it's not good, but they don't know. They can't figure out why. And I've been in that place. Well, I think it's more, especially like when there's uh, domestic violence and abuse, there is a, a devaluation of that individual that they've been taken down so low sure. that they think they actually deserve it. So you can't feel that there's a way out when you think that you, you must be deserving this because the person I love is beating the fuck out of me every day. So what did I do? But uh, listen, you beat a dog every day. You tell someone they're stupid enough, they become stupid. Yeah, that does so happen. A but I've been abused in relationships and I called the cops and I kicked that motherfucker out. Okay, well, you're stronger. I guess so. No, no, fundamentally. And I was ready to like, I was like, I'm going to have to kill him. Yeah. I'm going to have to kill him. Wow. And I thought about how I was going to do it and everything. And the only thing was like his big stupid body because he's like 6'4". How old were you? Uh, Like 23, 24. And I'm like, what am I going to, it's going to be so hard to move around his big, dumb, dead body. (laughs) (laughs) This is when you start watching uh, Breaking Bad and learning how to use chemicals to melt motherfuckers. I know, but how am I going to get him in the you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. It's a dead body weight problem I was having. But, I mean, I could have did it. But. You could have cut him up first. I know. That's so messy, though. And you got to be able to <laughs> justify the noise. It's not, and it, listen, I wanna, you, you know what? Like they a make a laser it, cutter, like a plasma that's, cutter? This is people? my thing. They make it look really easy to cut people up on all these TVs. They did not on Breaking Bad. It looked like a fucking nightmare. Good, they should. And Dexter was a little bit better, too. But, like, mm-hmm. any hunter or anyone that's butchered an animal, no. It's like, it's it's a workout. Like, Dude, bones it's are hard fucking, work. Yeah. yeah, and you're like, I mean, just cutting a little meat up for dinner like when you're sawing into like an, an animal yeah, or yeah a leg. it's you're it's hard yeah, it's takes yeah. and it takes time yeah <laughs>
So what's the funniest movie you ever saw high? What made you laugh more than any other thing you ever watched movie baked? Um, that movie with Anna Ferris where she gets really, really high. What's that? What is that one called? Um, uh, I have to find it. It is hilarious. She's this. Do you know who Anna Ferris is? No. She was married to Chris Pratt. They just split up. She's He's a Canadian guy, right? Yep. Yeah, I don't know people. Oh God, it's really funny, dude. Let me find it. Oh, it's called Smiley Face. Never heard of it. From two thousand seven. Fucking hilarious. All right, let me tell you mine. Okay. So. Uh, I had been told about this movie, but I knew nothing. I saw no previews, but I had this feeling that I was going to be dying laughing. And Val and I were at our little rental. We rented a place on Gold Beach. Uh-huh. There's this really cool spot where they have these little, like, homey things, small yeah. homes. Yeah. Right by the ocean there. Cabins. Fucking, uh, yeah, they're, but they're not cabins. Oh, they're like, yeah. They're style. They're a little man. home. Yeah, yeah, I know. We rent them over there all the time, too. It's awesome. Like 80 bucks a night it was. Anyway. Yeah. So I literally, I got super baked, and then I got a towel and dampened it because I had a feeling that I would have to keep wiping my face, that I'd be laughing so fucking okay, hard oh my God, that it would it? be off the his. <laughs> it was off the fucking What is it? What movie was it? Team America. Oh, well, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. Had you never seen it? No. Oh, well, no. yeah, your well, mind, yeah, your well, mind is blown. Well, you've never seen it until you see it. <laughs> so I hadn't seen it yet. Many people Yeah, but said, it's an old movie. Well, I saw it's a classic. It. Well, I know it is, but I'm just telling you. So I'm laying in bed. Val, but how wonderful you get to experience it. Dude, Val was laying in bed. And you're like, and oh I'm laying in my bed, fucking god. And I have a god. towel right here. And I did many times have to bring it up to I didn't want to miss anything, but I was laughing to tears so hard. And I knew I would have to see it again. So Because I was fucking stomping on lines. I was laughing so hard for so long. <laughs> right. That's when you have to like pause it. Like it oh is my the God. best stoner movie in the history of stoner it's movies. Pretty good, in my opinion. It's pretty it good. It doesn't get any for a guy, especially maybe more than a girl. I'm not trying to be you know racist here, but that's not <laughs> that's reverse racism. Whatever, but I'm just how saying, dare you? I know. Let's smoke more weed. Here you go first. Um. Okay. Yes. What's your deal? I just want to check on the time, you know. I know you are stoner, so eighty-eight. <laughs> fucking check the time. What's What's the time no. need to be? Uh, it's good. I'm good for another half hour, probably. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, I. I am open. I when I'm done with you. Look at you. You're like fucking Catherine Hepburn over there with your I'm head just shaking. Mim- I'm just mimicking you because I, I, I love... my head shaking? I, no, I'm, I'm exaggerating. Oh. But I, I'm just loving how your, um, all your gesticulation. Oh, thank you. Speaking of gesticulation, when we're done, I'm going to walk to the bike shop and ride that motherfucker home. Home? I'm home. This is where I live. Oh, where's the bike? At Ashland Electric Bike. Oh, God, like, what? <laughs> We're home. Yeah, I know. Like, what are you talking about? Right at home. I didn't know it was elsewhere. I getcha. I getcha. I getcha. Now now I'm catching what you're throwing. I can't believe they financed me. It's costing me a fortune to buy this bike. Oh. Okay. I mean, I'll probably be dead before I pay it off. What? No, I'm just kidding, of course. Electric bike. Oh, dude, they're fucking pricey homes. Really? Oh, yeah. No, this is an expensive... This is like buying a car. Well, it's a vehicle. Well, no, and that's how I've justified it, that even though I'm paying an exorbitant finance charge, 
for the well, privilege aren't of they using all? somebody else's money yeah. to get it started and give me a payment plan, which otherwise would not be available to me. And the fact that it is available to me means I was supposed to do it because there's no way someone should be financing. I mean, I can pay it. I'm not saying I can't make No, I know, but yeah, you don't but have my, a liable... my history yeah, right. is not good. Right. I am a much more financially mature and responsible human being than I was. I only have one major thing on my thing, which probably goes, <laughs> yeah, that guy... But they think it's okay, so it must be okay. It's fine. It's fine. Look who the president is. You think he's worried about no. his financial I don't know. failings? I, you know what? The only time he comes to my mind is like yesterday. I was sent a link to this amazing illustrator. And uh, he was using like, it looked like in everything he did, like Mao Zedong and all these people he was doing illustrations of, he was using fucking, what's his name's mouth. Uh-oh. No, I better not do it. What? I was thinking about doing a little Facebook Live and saying that I'm here so the, to plug your show, but I've never done a Facebook Live Then before. you should fucking do it. You think so? Yeah, of course. I used to do it. It was it's fun. You have like a nice cold... Yeah, I think I watched some of yours from the taxi cab. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Here. Okay. Well, I have my drink already on a thingy. Okay. So. People won't recognize me without glasses. And I'm going to put fucking... Okay. Sunglasses. Sunglasses? Oh, gosh. Come on. It's my show. <laughs> well, that's stupid. <laughs> oh my gosh, I would have started while I'm laughing because that was really funny. <laughs> no, it's bright in here. Is it? Look, at, I'm here with Mark. Woo! Doing the what up? podcast. What up? I was on the second one. Yeah, numero cool. dos. Now and I, numero am I your only second re- repeating guest? Yes, you are the first repeater. Ah! Number one. Numero uno at the repeat club. <laughs> Como se dice repeat in Espanol, por favor? Uh, repeto. Rapido, that's fast. No, that's fast. <laughs> She's fucking Mexican, she can't speak Spanish. Well, what do you expect, you know? How many generations back? Don't you esta? Right. I don't really speak Spanish since my grandpa died. He oh. used to speak Spanish a lot together, but... I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. Okay, special show. This is the Weed Show. Oh! Wait! Oh! Weed show. Hey, what's going oh, on the internet? Don't oh, show anybody. Oh, you're not supposed to show that? I don't know. You probably, you can. I'm just playing. It's legal. <laughs> I'm just oh, messing with everywhere. you. Yeah. So this is the weed show. Jeff okay. Sessions is coming for you. Well, you that? just did that? Oh, I don't even know who these people are. <laughs> Citizen 44 show going on right now. We're recording right now. This will stay on the thing with the thing. He's got a thing on his thing, so check it out later. I'll post it on no, my that, thing. That's a hernia. That's not oh, a thing on my thing. I'm, it's a thing coming out of your thing. Yeah, it's coming out. Okay, well, coming we'll out post of the that show thing. right now. It's yeah, coming out. That's what I'll post when right. the thing is there. Okay. Did you just cut us off like that? Yeah. Did you do it? Yeah. You posted it. It's live. It just goes. Oh, oh, you get a chance to. Okay, so you get to review it. I don't know. Where's the volume, Holmes? Do you want to? Oh, you want to hear it? I want to hear what we did. Oh, you get to review it. Yeah, because you can delete it. Do I get to rewind it? I don't know. Uh, oh, there it goes. Oh, you know why? Because it constantly streams without sound, so you know there's a video playing. And when people come up to it, they go, oh, there's something happening, blink. Oh, yeah. okay. We can just post it. It's fine. Yeah, fine. I don't give a fuck. It's good. I mean, but, it's oh, it's joy, just a friend, it's so it's not public. That's all I wanted. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good. Fun. How cute. Look at That is pretty cute. Oh, look how sexy you are. Oh, shit. <laughs> look how sexy I am. Oh, shit. Look how... Wow, man, you look good on phone. Do <laughs> I yeah. know, that must be why I'm so many internet boyfriends. Oh, that's <laughs> your secret. <laughs> Stick to phone sex. No more kids. It's so easy. 
Hey, Boo and I did phone sex for eight months. Yikes. Well, I mean, but you have to have twice. some, I have, you know, some upcoming in-person dates, but, you know, still. No, no, I'm just telling you. Yeah. For, because I'm stoned that I, that I had <laughs> oh. sex with my girlfriend You have to. That's what long distance you do no, in long distance relationships. No, but only twice, like, really, like, really cool. Oh, really? Meaning, like, where she was touching herself and having a good time. Who gives a fuck? This is the weed show! <laughs> well, but, yeah, but I'm just, yeah, but that's what you, yeah, I mean, that's what it is. That's what. Well, no, no, but I, I, some people have never, ever done that, you know. No, I see. I, that's what I don't understand. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm so... You think every human being's fucking I'm... jerking it on the phone? <sighs> Probably. Why no. not? Of course. My dad's... Oh, my, maybe my See? Every, I mean... <laughs> no, I mean with somebody else live, not just watching a video. I mean... No. Having, you know, uh, uh, But it's experience. happening a lot, though. Oh, yeah, I know. You know what? It just made me think of it. It's oh, just so easy. No, I know. How listen, scary. listen, Wait listen, a listen, listen. I am a 90s, I'm an 80s baby. So yeah. I had the internet when I was a teenager and no one fucking knew what the internet was. Not yeah. even my parents. Yeah. And there wasn't Google and there wasn't YouTube and there wasn't fucking even MySpace. So you just chatted. You just did chat rooms and right. chatted. And and people were totally, that's what it was all about. well, baby. Yeah. So this is the way for a long time. I'm wondering now, now that you've planted that fucking shit in my head all i can see now is my son now i know why he doesn't want to come out of his bedroom of course wouldn't you, think you? He found it uh, yes he's a gamer though i mean but do you think do you think my friends she was like six years old she had seen a porn website somewhere memorized the url went home got was like got up in the middle of the night got on the computer yeah. and went to the website and? and was watching porn yeah lesbian porn do you think do you think my son is watching porn of course he is dude come is on he? well we didn't i had magazines yeah we everybody's to, got something i suppose field under a piece of wood that some guy left or... i had we had a scramble we would get scrambled like playboy channel mm. and i would watch that and I was like, so like you could barely see it, but you, but you could hear it. And I was like, oh, oh my God. Yeah. That's why I'm doing it. Yeah. You, you know, everyone learns how, what they learn about, you know, it's, you know. By the way, let me just say this. And I've never said this before. I think as human beings, our learning capacity is greatly increased by the audio experience. And we're starting to do it through audio books. Yep. But having subliminal instruction could be really beneficial to us to this be listening. This is the traditional way. Yeah. That's the way. Well, that's a Spoken way, word. Right? You sit around. Spoken word. Yeah. You're supposed to learn everything from your grandparents. They're yeah. supposed to tell you everything. Your whole history, who you are, yeah, who now, your people are, yeah, what you do. Yeah, but now us as grandparents are fucked up, so you need to learn it from somebody else. Or whoever is that person to you. Whoever, yeah. I mean, every, if you I don't know. have them, you find them. Yeah. Right? Don't yeah. you? Even parents. Yeah, but again, no, this is why the education thing is so important. Is because... Uh, is because the teachers suck, and they're repeating the cycle of stupidity and ignorance. So, once you get the first test group worked out, really that's it. Once you have the first test group worked out and they multiply, well, that's evolution. You know, you got the group that knows how to be a good human, a superhuman, a fucking conscious human, and then they begin to reproduce, and then the whole thing. So, but you got to start producing the ones who you want to reproduce. Yeah. The test, you need the test group for them to begin to populate appropriately. Yeah. And then as we die off, there is no more. There's not even looking, but that's all beyond history. It's all, it's forgotten. There is no record of it anymore. How you feeling now that you're uh, single again or whatever, just whatever, just mock. Better. Yeah. What it's happened? the same. 
I just wasn't getting what I needed. He just okay. How long were you guys hanging out? Uh, four years. Mm. Fizzled out over the last were two. Were you just hopeful that maybe things would change? Or yep, that too. Were you expecting things to change? Totally. Uh, mm-hmm. Yep. And yeah, you totally. you realized that that doesn't pay off because you can't do that. Right. I did that. You know, he met me and thought I was like this super chill, like really just awesome, fun person. And I am. Yeah. But and, I'm not that all the time. And, and, <laughs> yes, exactly. And but here's I'm, my, here's me too. Right. The pendulum does swing. So. I know, but did it swing <laughs> earlier on or was it no, just because, too lovey-dovey fucking Yeah, and I, I wanted to be that. I wanted to be that person. I thought, oh, maybe I can just be like this with him and never be upset and never be angry and just, uh, you know, maybe that's so how, how I can be. That Two years. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not sustainable, you right. know? Yeah. So, I mean, and, but now I'm realizing that I did that and stuff. So, I mean, that's cool. That's good. That's really helpful for me to be aware of uh, in the future. How's he? <clears throat> he's fine. He's really detached. He's kind of like, he's, he's the opposite of me just to shut all his emotions off. And how's he doing with being a dad through this? <sighs> Pretty good. He really does love his son. Good. So, and you guys just agree to agree that this is what it is, and you're dad, yeah. and I'm mom, and yeah, and we'll make whatever That's what we're gonna do. Yeah, yeah. cool, good. Yeah. Well, it's all about being reasonable, really, honestly. It's hard, you know, sometimes. Of course it is, but, but all this is self-imposed. Right. Every bit of it. Yeah. Other than a, a natural disaster or gravity, natural laws that are unavoidable that we can work within, but are definitely you cannot change that. Uh, we have had the writing on the wall for a long fucking time, but we don't have people reading to us the writing or talking about the writing on the wall. So yeah. we keep... Yeah, but awareness is the key thing, right? It is, but the education part allows you to preliminarily avoid getting to the point that ha- that where you have to be aware in the moment of too late. I don't know. I would be where we differ philosophically. Do you even know what I just said? Yes. What did I just say? You're saying that like... If people just learn the right way, then there's no problems for them to be aware of. Well, not that there's no problems for them to be aware of, but they can have some preliminary awareness before they get too deep in it and don't have to suffer as oh, yeah. long for sure. Yeah. And, and, and potentially totally avoid it by going, oh, because you can see. If you can see and gauge things semi-objectively without getting caught up in the Disney relationship... Uh, then you can spare yourself a lot of difficulty and that other person. But I also think how you view like what li- like what life is supposed to be, like what we're supposed to be doing while we're alive. We're I think well, I think you have an idea, and I'm your hope- idea is yeah. different because you're like upset, saying like this isn't how it's supposed to be. Is what I'm hearing from you. But I think that that is what the life experience is. That's what we're here to do. We're not here to do anything but figure our shit out and become aware on certain levels of certain things. Yeah, but we're not figuring our shit out. Oh, we are in our own little way. You bet. If someone's starting at the bottom, you know, maybe they're a tweaker and they're going to have a super short-lived life. But what if they don't have to have any of that? What if they don't have to have any of it and they can just produce and be creative and enjoy their experience? That's not supposed to happen? Uh, If it's not, yeah, if we like cure the meth problem or addiction or whatever, then there's going to be some other kind of problem. I think that like that's just, we're here to work through problems. So we're never going to clear all the problems. Life is the problems. That's my perspective. Okay, well, that's fine. You're entitled to that, of course. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, that's why I think it's, like, different from how you think it. So you're saying, like, how do we do, how do we solve this? And I would say, um, well, we're not really going to solve it. Oh, I know how to solve all of it. It's very easy. (laughs) We're not going to solve it. Of course we are. (laughs) 
Of course we are. <laughs> we or are. we're going to perish. It's very simple. We're nah, either... I mean, we're definitely going to perish. No, no, but I mean, to never return and not That's and also not definitely going to happen. Well, potentially. No, it's definitely going to happen. I mean, that's well, just what happens on the Earth. No, I know we're all going to go, but we all keep <laughs> reproducing, too. So Well, but there's already be been, thing. what... Five mass extinctions? That's the natural course of this no, rock No, I understand that, that but clearly we have a little bit upper hand in relationship to control versus the other things that had almost... I mean, we can literally control the weather. So we do have decision-making ability to avoid and be here as long, maybe, as we want based on... Well, I this is where I disagree. I think we can be here... <laughs> As long as we want. Nope, we're just a little, we're just a little line in a, <clears throat> in a tree circle. You know what well, I mean? Well, that doesn't mean we're just that a, we we're just control. a little ring in a tree. That's all we That's are. That's all fine, but I still think that we have a lot of control over. When this the experience. ring runs out on us, it starts a new no, ring somewhere no, else. I don't think so. <laughs> I think as we eliminate our avoidable problems and become more conscious that we get to stay as long as we want in all kinds of different ways. But until we get past your consciousness level, you're right. We're fucked. But I know, <laughs> I know that we absolutely can get past this current consciousness level, which expands our ability to do everything. But doesn't that viewpoint frustrate you Not since at we're all. so far no, because, from No, because I have goal. no faith, but I have hope because I know it's true in my heart. I know it's true. So it makes me feel good to know that we have the capacity and that I could see it. I can visualize it. I just know we're not there yet, and I have to be good with that. There and, you go. And I am. Yep, life is the problem. So that's what it but is. But it's not even a problem. It's just <laughs> yeah. life. No, I wouldn't, I, don't, I wouldn't use the word problem. And we but... haven't developed enough. We haven't matured as an organism enough mm. to get to where I think that we can be. I used to share. I used to feel that same way, but I just felt really um, like hopeless though about but see, like, I that we would I'm never hopeful. get there i'm not listen first of all i am not <laughs> like an nah, optimist. we don't we're not gonna we don't we can't do that we no we <laughs> may not that's no i've come to terms with we may not yeah and i'm fine i don't give a shit yeah but i know that i can live at a certain level myself and think things and feel things which means others can also and it is a numbers game like they told two friends and they were convinced that Christianity was this, or I should do this, or I should buy this, or it's the convincing game. And once enough people are convinced, I do see that our consciousness level is going to go off the fucking charts. We just have to get past being dicks. And we will, maybe. 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 So I keep smoking weed and having a good time. Maybe God just the answer, you know? Well, we're the answer. <laughs> no, but I'm saying, like, um,. Just now that it's becoming more widely acceptable, now that it's being decriminalized, you know. Oh, we didn't you say? I thought you said God is the answer. Ganja. Oh, I thought you said God is the no, answer. No, 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 no. I would never no, say that. No, we're the answer. Well, of course. For each other. Of course. Well, and always have been. Absolutely. You don't need anything outside of anything. We're so here. Listen. We just have to be here for each other. Cannabis That's is it. just the trigger. You, you can do it on well, our own no, without it. No, we need it. to fucking shove mushrooms down their throats too, because people need to see this is pretty much a pedestrian, one-dimensional experience based on what else is potentially going on that we're not even privy to, and that's why we're partially stuck and have mental illness and da-da-da. Once we start d diving into the shit, no, we're going to be cured. Man. That would help profoundly. Of course, we're going to be yeah. cured. We're going to cure ourselves. Well, it would help profoundly. Absolutely. But we have to stop being so fucking stubborn, and that's it. Once the selfishness, the selfie generation of humanity dies, and the discovery generation 
who realizes how infantile this all was and says, oh, those poor idiots, and then actually stop looking back because we're having so much discovery, real discovery now, through what's been left, the little fucking Reese's Pieces left for E.T. to get to where we need to go. We're going to be great, man. Did I tell you how I found out the generation that my son is? No. Because I was, I was researching like how all that, because I'm a Gen Z. I don't even know what, oh, I'm baby boomer. Yeah, for sure you are. But you guys really fucked, fucked it up. We're all fucking, there is no one, there is no one group. No, Actually, I that know. Whole idea I know. of segregating us I know. based on responsibility I know. is stupid. It there really is, is. We're all the fucking devil because, and we're all the good. Oh, so. absolutely. No, no, for sure. Because then I think Blame about, game. I think about my dad. He's also a baby boomer. Yeah. And my dad is none of those things. Right. See? My dad is, and same with you. Right. You are none of those things. No. So it's like, I, and I can think of two, boom, and a million other examples of the no, same No, but thing, I do so. have some selfish. Is that it's time to go, fucking day? Oh no, that's just one of my internet boyfriends. What? How many do you have? How many do I need? Who knows? Wow. <laughs> have you gone out again yet? How long yep. have you been broken up? Oh, a couple months. Okay. <clears throat> I mean, it's only been widely known more recently, but right. it's been definitely a broken How's, a thing for a what's while. Your son's name? Triton. How's he doing with all this? More than anything. You know, it affects him. He's been really attached to me. He's been... How old is he? Two and a half. You, you fucking did him a favor. Yeah, I think so. You I don't know any differently, dude. You're good to this go. This is the deal. He, Do it right now and it'll be good. He needs a happy mommy to yeah, be yeah, to have totally. what he needs, to True. get what he needs. Yeah, yeah. He needs a healthy, happy mom. Yeah, that's no. the only way I'm not going to fuck him up. That's right. And so that's the that's really the only main reason I'm doing this. Yeah. I wouldn't even do it for myself if I didn't have him. I don't know. Well, I, I probably would. But <laughs> I hope so. hey, staying miserable and being in a in an unhealthy relationship if that made my son happy, I would do that. Right. I would do it if that made him happy. But it's not gonna make him happy. That won't. You're setting a bad example, really. Yes, I, I, I for just... me, for my kid, that's my decision. So I, you know, I want him to show him that you take control over your life and. If shit's broken and not working, then you do something about it. When we become <coughs> conscious, our idea of creating family it will be all totally different. Sure. There won't be this just having kids stuff. This will be super well thought out, different kind of experience yeah. for people. Yeah. Like, well, he was a surprise. Well, that's what I mean. <laughs> I was four months pregnant when I found out I was pregnant. <gasps> wow, really? It was my second trimester. Oh my fucking God, are you kidding me? Nope. How, and and, and how then did, I had how him. Did you find out? And then I had him two months early. Jesus so I was, preemie. yeah, he was a preemie. So I was only pregnant for three months that I knew of. What the fuck? So I like found out I was pregnant, and then three months later I had a baby in my how arms. How did you find out? I miscarried. I lost a twin. Uh, yeah, two in there. I had two in there. <laughs> Triton Holy ate him. Shit. No, I don't know what happened. <laughs> It's probably true. It's probably true. He and you know my kid too. He has war. He has ancient warrior blood. Like I didn't even know. See, I I thought I had some kind of anger rage issues. I didn't really know what my issue was. Aren't you gotten some Native American? I have lots. I'm like two thirds. Yeah. So I'm like I I just I didn't really know what it was. I just thought I didn't know what it was about me. I just like man, I'm I'm aggro. Like you, I'm just from the streets. I don't know what I could like. Don't fuck with me. You know, I'm not the one. So I but I just thought that was my problem or whatever how I was. But then I have this kid and he's the exact same way yeah. and i didn't teach him that you know what you're talking about right now this is exactly what i talked about this is exactly what sam's 
uh, therapist or family counselor said is, we are carrying in our DNA generational pain and suffering. Yes. And because of that, and we're not breaking the fucking chain educationally, we're not informing people so they can deal with it and purge it and get rid of it and cleanse yeah. and start fresh. Yeah. We keep repeating the cycle of fucking problem and that's exactly, that's proof. Uh, yeah, then it's I was broke. like, oh, it was actually such a relief. I was like, oh, it's not me. Like, it's not right. something wrong with me. Right. This is, I'm just like one, two generations from indigenous peoples right. that lived that, you know, in so if we're teepees doing and that, stuff. Then you can see that <laughs> patterning is part of nature. And if you are creating patterns chemically, emotionally, all this shit, we're just passing it along. And this oh, is. Oh, big time. And, and I guess the cleansing of this process is going to be the evolutionary process is when we start getting into the hallucinogenics and breaking that away, literally destroying that through a whole new consciousness That's the level. awareness. That's yes. the awareness. This is why I have hope, honey, because we just described yeah. survival. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, if we right. can get to that point, we will figure out how to live forever. Uh. <laughs> no, we will. I guarantee that... This body will, first of all, we'd be able to transition it into something else. Having this new knowledge, this new consciousness, we don't know anything now because we're not allowed to have the fucking keys to the car yet because we're still fucking assholes. Yeah. But we cannot be trusted. No. (laughs) But I see there'll be this consciousness level where as we attain certain information and mutual absolute appreciation, we'll be given the keys to the fucking car and go, all right, you're ready to see now. That would be cool. Now, Atlantis didn't make it because they were given the keys and then they did the same thing. They They were able to get the power from the sun, but greed set in and they destroyed themselves again. Which culture is this? Uh, Atlantis. Oh, okay. There's been several that have done that. No, of course not. So. <laughs> are you talking about Rome? Or so are you what about... I see us is every time we are a new chance uh-huh. to get past it's possible. that thing, that trigger that makes us lizard brain again, takes it all the way back like that fucking That's trauma that brain. Yeah, that's right. So the question is, how long can we go without accessing that unnecessarily? How do we shrink it to nothing where it actually just... That we're, we're so conscious now. Well, it native people, and this also appears in the Bible, but native people have a seven generation kind of rule. What does that mean? It means that like pain and the suffering and the hurt, yeah. it takes seven generations to, to clear. Of... Well, that's a very reasonable thing. But once it's cleared, how quickly is it reimposed in another way in your environment where it never actually gets to clear because you keep regurgitating the pain and suffering that's never getting taken care of? Sure. So... That seven years does. That's only in a in a uh, a situation whereby you will not be affected again. If it's going to clear, it can't clear unless there's a place a clearing. Yeah. There needs to be a place of quiet for it to clear. <laughs> this is true. Okay, so if we never get to the place of quiet, it can't clear. So we have uh, to create that place yeah, of quiet, sure. so it can clear. Sure. Yeah. So I think that's what we're working towards, hopefully, is where we can all just be fucking quiet and let ourselves recover from ourselves. That would and then be we'll good. be okay. And cannabis was really going to help with yeah, that. Yeah, no, no. I, we're right? in, not, and with we the are awareness. on the road to nowhere, as the song says. Yeah, but I mean, don't you but think that good. the cannabis could really be a shift? Yeah. That's, well, it I is mean, a shift. It is a conscious, we can see. You know it is. But again, like with technology, we're in the infancy stupid stages of abuse of things. 
we're abusing technology, we're abusing each other. At some point, these things are gonna take some of the abuse out and put more reasonability back into the equation. Then we'll find the mushrooms, then we're gonna find, then we find the things, and we're gonna start discovering the things that get us on the road to this is, it's forgotten. That'd be wonderful. Well, but it has to start with some kind of change in perception. And as we start changing perception, we will discover the most important things that are growing out there with the trees and whatnot, like yeah. the natives have done, yeah. and we're going to go through a, a, a great sense of guilt over our destruction of ourselves through that exercise and get on the other side, and that's where the consciousness lives. We forgive everybody, and we go through some kind of mourning, horrible, terrible grieving, and then we're clear. We have to do this first. Yeah. Then we can do that. There's no way around it, but through There's it. There's no way around it, but... It's going to take time. Yeah. So. Yeah. I got time. Well, and this eclipse is a clearing of old energy and a fresh new start. It really is. It it's really is. It's only a new start if you take advantage of it. It's well, not of course. going to just happen. You can't just look at something and like going to the movies and like, oh, I'm going to change my life. No, you have no, to. No, but we're all connected to it. We're going to feel it and we need to ride so. that tide. And that that's why I'm like awesome. telling oh everybody God. that. You know that what I mean? So I'm like, awesome. hey, listen, this is a fresh start. It yeah. really is. Well, from your lips to God's ears, as my mother used to say. Strong medicine. No, that'd be fucking awesome. I hope that... I didn't even think about that. It, it is, though. I've been actually This is an astrological fact. You can if you want. It's $900 on a fucking hotel room to stare up at the sky. Well, it doesn't matter if you see it or not. It's still happening. Well, no, no. See, that part I'm digging, what you just said. This flocking thing, that's the immature us. Yeah. The just receiving thing quietly wherever you are. That's you're still in it. If you're us. sleeping right here while yeah, it happens, we're, we're, we that's have to make a big fucking crazy yeah. deal over something instead of just quietly taking it. Yeah. That's the difference in the, that person over there. Open the to receive. Yeah, and just being aware and not making a big fucking deal out of everything and not making a monetary thing out of it. Not, yeah, just really. Being, in the tribe with your people and yep. knowing it's coming and just being grateful for it. Yep, yep. Not doing what we're doing right now which shows where we're still really at honestly oh man and it's fine it's kind of cute in a way because we are children we're acting like little fucking babies we are all the time and so that must mean if this is evolution from here to here well then we're little babies yeah we're just in the little and, start of and, our and ring that's what the makes tree. it okay for me because i know we're gonna grow up or we're gonna be wiped out yep one or the either way one or the other it doesn't matter or we'll, yeah. It doesn't really matter. No. It's fine. We can't do anything about either one of well, those Well, we can do some things or not. And that's the beauty of life is, yeah, you can fucking eat potato chips and jerk off on your couch all day. And no one should actually be able to tell you differently, frankly. You should just be able to do that and have fresh water and good food and clothes and a roof over your head and feel safe and medically fit. And But if that's all you really want to do... But most people, if you give them what they what fundamentally need, they would do a whole lot more because they wouldn't be afraid of being sick or being hungry or being homeless. Or... Yeah, there is that theory. And that's part of this consciousness jumping. Is mm-hmm. Jumping to that consciousness where we all, of course, deserve that. We were all invited to this party because we're worthy of being here. You should have what you fucking need. And if you get what you need, you'll give everybody else what they need. And you will yes. expand beyond comprehension. Yes. You will not only become a great artist in some way of creativity, you will be able to travel 5 million miles an hour. You will be able to fucking satellite jump. You'll be able to do things. 
we just got to get past that. You're worthy of being here. And then the limitations completely are off. All bets off. We have no idea what can happen now. Yeah. Just get to that point. I love you enough to make sure you have just what you need. And then I know you're going to do what you love. And whatever you do that you love is going to help every fucking person. That's it. So getting to that value that you and I are both the same thing. And we're both grateful to know each other and be here. And we're not hanging on any stories of religion or anything. It's just fundamentally just you and me like we are right now. Because this is all we know right now for sure is you and me. This is it. There is no other compartmentalization or label. It's you and I just doing this. Once we can all just kind of hang out and do this, it's going to be fucking unbelievable, man. And it is when it happens, right? It is. Of course it is. That's why yeah. I do this. Because I can exactly. make this fucking non-judgmental, fun, just interaction happen. And be high and loving and sweet just enjoy each other look at you because you're fucking cute <laughs> uh, uh-huh. yeah thank you no thank you and that thank you thing is something we should be saying to each other every day and our water grandma aggie says to say thank you to your water thank you it changes the chemicals thank you well i say thank you every day and i say it Usually out loud because something happens and how could I not be blown away? And it's not oh, yeah. to a specific person. It's just a general thank you because I can't believe you just presented that to me. I love that. I would. I need to. That's the get awareness back into... of synchronicity and serendipity, and we've lost sight of the magic. And that's the magic that shows us God. You call it whatever the fuck you want. It shows that there is a collaborative experience happening here that is fully supportive of you having a really good time. If you're not oppressed, you can have a really good time. But yeah, pretty tough when you are caught in that fucking wheel. Well, I was just gonna say, yeah, sure, sure. And like I've been, you know, pretty depressed lately with the breakup and everything. And it definitely makes it harder to see that stuff. Like that's what you really because it's like how do you describe depression, you know? But like one of that is where you just don't really your awareness isn't you know you're so low you you're not able to observe or receive those synchronistic moments and stuff but that's starting to come back for me and it's so nice and i'm like it's really good and inspiring to remember to look for that because you have to consciously remember to look for it too if you haven't been you know that's not even just that you have to know enough to not let yourself get into a predicament that is avoidable which is Depression is avoidable. It's avoidable. If you know enough about yourself, you will never actually get there. And through this DNA cleansing, it won't even show up anymore because people won't be depressed. They'll have what they need. And well, that's why want. I'm doing what I'm doing to yeah. be a happy, good mom for my son because being a depressed, sad mommy is not. It perpetuates the problem. Exactly. Well, and and what, listen, I had that. I had a sad, yeah. depressed mommy, and I yeah. will not do that to him. Well, this is like my mom. Her mom was afraid, so she didn't get to go in the ocean swimming. She didn't get to go horseback riding. But what she did for me was, even though she wouldn't go in the ocean, she made sure that I did whatever the fuck I want, which is created some sense of fearlessness in me to do whatever I want like you do Mm -hmm. and uh but not every parent can think to do that I know so this is why the education (laughs) this is is the cycle it's like you gotta start with the goods it's garbage in garbage out you cannot expect (laughs) someone who doesn't know to do what they don't know but if they do know then you can have some level of reasonable expectation based on what you know garbage in not garbage out yeah, but you're poor. I came from garbage. <laughs> I understand that, but the whole idea is to get rid of the garbage completely and yeah. just have good, fresh, good. 
I know, but I'm saying it can change. It does change. Of course change. it does. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not my father in many ways. Exactly. I could be. Exactly. Yeah, and you and see it and you sense that in yourself, I'm yes, sure. I have I that hyper-awareness too, or that's, you know. But if you didn't have to do that, if you could just <laughs> learn how to move space and time instead of learn how to deal with yourself, meaning like you don't even have to deal with yourself anymore. You got it dialed in. You know how to do it. Yeah, but like you're pretty focused on something that's probably never going to happen. What? I'm not focused on anything. (laughs) I'm focused on you right now. Well, but you, yeah, like you have this expectation. No, I don't have an expectation. I have a hopefulness based on what I know is possibility. That's not expectation. Seems like it. It's not because if I'm expecting it, that means I'm setting myself up for disappointment. That's my concern with that. But I'm not expecting it. I've told you many times I'm a hopefulist. I'm not even an optimist. I'm not a pessimist. I'm someone who knows certain things in my soul are possible, and based on just the hopefulness and the possibility, I'm satisfied. That's cool. I like that. Yeah, that's good. So you're misreading me completely, actually. I have no expectation at all. Good. No, you explained it. Now I get it. That's good. I like that. No, no. I totally feel good about knowing that we could possibly be super amazing. (laughs) You're so high right now. Actually, not really. Yeah. I'm well hydrated. Good. No. I know. I'm just, I feel good. And, good. and this makes me feel good knowing that we are possible. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's all I need to keep going every day and not be mad about what is going on is because we're just not there yet. But like Acacia says, you can't look at the top of the mountain. You have to look at the steps, man. If you look at the top of the mountain... You're going to be sick. That's what I thought you were doing. That's what I thought you were doing. No, I know it's incremental. That's why I talk about education. That's why I talk about spreading the word. The two told, two friends told two friends. No, this evolution is a process. Mm -hmm. We are going through our education. And yeah, that's what the life is. So when I said we're infants, it shows that I've, I've qualified that we are nowhere near. Oh no. Of course. Well, that's, we can agree on that. I'm fine with it. Well, no, most people are not fine with it. That's true. It helps if you are, though. Fine with it? Yeah, do you think? Oh, sure, you have to survive. I mean, you have to, exactly. I mean, you ha- you don't have to, like, just totally give up, but no, no. you have to you just have be to... aware of what is. Yeah, be okay. Uh, you can take care of something if you can you know what it is. It and objectively not be overly emotionally tied to it. Right. We get overly emotionally immature, emotionally tied I to-, to shit. Yeah, I do so it we so get bad, too. This is codependency. This is the whole thing. Yeah. Once we become more educated and uh, able to become the witness of ourselves instead of being caught in our little fucking drama games all the time and go (laughs) this is where you start shortening the distance of stopping before you get to something is you're becoming aware quicker and then the quicker you become aware that problem just disappears because now it's innate it's normal it's in your muscle that you never actually get to that point i don't bring a lot of assholes to me. I don't get a lot of assholes in my purview. Mm-hmm. It doesn't come into my field mm-hmm. because I'm not attracting that. that. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yep. So as we... Me too. Okay, so this goes the same with human behavior. Yeah. As we become more aware and conscious and active in our changing, well, then it just doesn't come around anymore because it's, it's not attracted to you. Yeah, And this is how that. our species will evolve is... That attraction goes away and doesn't have any place. It doesn't even make sense anymore. Just like we look back at the medieval times and go, how can those people fucking do that shit? 
Well, how could we do what we're doing, which is just slightly more sophisticated, but still... That's what we've convinced ourselves. Evil. Yeah, that's and, it. yeah, exactly. That's what we've convinced that, ourselves. And that path that we're on, which is to the light or whatever you want to call it, is that whole what we're doing, which is seeing it earlier until it just it's not there anymore because it doesn't make sense. It's in the muscles. We've done the work. When you physically do the work and it's in the muscles and your body and soul know this is how it is, then that other stuff just kind of melts away. And that's, again, Tolstoy talks about evolution, like a bunch of people know what's up, and then eventually the boat sinks and everybody gets on board, because you really don't have a choice. This is what it is now. Just like the internet is now. It's never not, we're not going to unknow this. We're not right. going to unknow this behavior. Unless we're not going to stop this Our grid behavior. fails and we lose it. See, to me, terrorists are not very fucking smart. If I wanted to really shut something down, I would go to the fucking source. It's not that easy to shut down the internet, obviously. Well, that's why I would be putting my best people on it. Well, we we invented the internet. That means we, we can take it down. And we made for goddamn fucking sure that thing's not coming down. Oh, it's coming down. <laughs> it might, though. It totally oh, no, could. Oh, it's gonna. There's yeah, no doubt it totally about could. It. I, I bet fucking... I, bet. I almost wish for it. Well, I mean, I really kind of do. Well, this is part of... The word revolution is just evolution with a fucking R in front of it. And that's going to be part of it is when people get so poor and frustrated yep, and that's sick what happens. that the R gets added and er, we're going to fucking take it to the streets. When the middle class is gone and it's just poor people and rich people and then they start And then you know what's going clashing. to happen. And then you know what's going to happen. This is the best utopic scenario or dystopic scenario is something horrific happens to all of us that money cannot save you. This is Soylent Green, man. That some kind of catastrophe happens. Those volcanoes at Yellowstone. Whatever it is, you can't buy your way out of this shit, bro. You're now one of us. And you need us as much as we need you. And this is where the value proposition flips 180 degrees is because something happened that we're responsible for that we bring upon ourselves. Well, we get to a point where we have to rely on each other again. What's well, the humbling event? Because right now we're not, no. we don't have to rely well, on each other really. Well, that's because we, like I talked about in the team. And we're too big, we're too spread out. And we're but too, listen, we feel too safe. Yeah. We do not have any natural fear. We have insulated ourselves. And look at all these post-apocalyptic movies and yeah. shows. Yeah. They're so popular right now. Walking Dead... Um, all this shit, Hunger right? Games. You know, Hunger Games. Yeah. Look, at, there's something in us that's like waiting, craving, like, come on, like, this isn't right. Let's get back but, to, but see, to me, our tribalism. Right. That's avoidable. We don't have to do that. Well, this is we a do need to reconnect. Outcome. No, no, no. But if we reconnect, we can get off that path. That We can get off that sci-fi thing we're doing, portraying the worst, just by being the best. Literally, we can totally avoid what we're portraying, which is... Not good shit that we're planting in ourselves. And this no. is part of the repeated DNA patterning of visualization that we're passing on to the fucking kids. We think we have to drive the car off the cliff to we get out of it. We don't have to do I that. I know, but that's what we think. Teach me how to drive, <laughs> for fuck's sake. No, sense. instead of stopping and getting out, we think we have to just drive this fucker off the cliff in order to get back to where we're supposed to be. That's, to me... Isn't that funny? That's the frustrating comedy. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. It's, well, this is the avoidability factor. <laughs> yeah. There are certain things in our experience that are unavoidable death number one we're not, number one no one's getting out of this thing alive but how long we're here and how we are here is totally up to us yes that's everything 
Exactly. That is the whole thing. It's totally up to us and how people that we do it. You know, stay in a, in miserable situations, whether it's your work or your partner or whatever, and for they're just waiting That's around. The sadness of the world. It's I'm like, not living no, the life dude. That you live. Yeah, what are and you most, doing? But a lot of people don't have a choice. You just got a free ticket to a ride. Let's yeah. ride it. Yeah, Put well, your hands in the air. Yeah, well, this is the party where the party guests are fucking idiots. And people are, are are clogging up the bathroom they instead are. of out there. Shit everywhere, and pissing everywhere. <laughs> instead of par- out partying and enjoying the themselves. Come everywhere. And <laughs> oh my. Belching and oh. farting and fucking crushing cans on top of girls' heads. <laughs> We're fucking assholes. We are collectively fucking assholes. If you go by a percentage basis, we're pretty fucked up. It's a very small percentile. Well, it's a selfishness, and the selfishness comes from that we've got away from this tribalism. Like, there's um, this research that was showing that, like, people can only have relationships with, like, about 250 people. Like, mm-hmm. that's all you can manage in your brain. Right. You know, even if you know more people, you, you just, you can only have that many. Right. And that's really, like, the ideal sort of village that, size. Right. That and smaller. If you go to these other, these tribes in, you know, Africa and stuff like that, when someone's, you know, when someone dies, everyone in the tribe comes and takes care of them. Everybody, well, we're going that way. You know, these people living in the fucking plaza, mm-hmm. this is the beginning. It's their tribe. Of course it is. Yeah. So here, here's a question I have for you, because I think this is another component that emotional maturity will eliminate, and uh-huh. that is competition. It's very um, unhealthy. Very yeah. unhealthy, because when you create winners and losers, I don't care. When you create winners and losers, you're creating losers. Regardless of what the competition is. There's always going to be losers, though. No, but that's not true. (laughs) Yes, in nature it is. No, no, not in a nature that we control. It is not true. We don't control nature. Yes, we do. We control our nature. No, we're all. You, you're not. You don't control your own fucking it's, shit. It's it. We're part of it, though. You know what I mean? Like it's part of us. Competition is not. It's in, just like, in that way. I'm not talking about healthy competition. Let me put the word healthy. Yeah, in front but of it. It, there's like maladaptive competition, right? What where you're, mean? it's where it's it's just a balance, right? Like if you're seeing, you can't say competition is competition, and it's no. Swings. That's why I just I just said yeah. the word healthy. I know, but you you can't separate one of without having all of it. No, that's yes, what you were you just can. saying. Why can't that. you? No. Why can't you? Competition is competition. We no, have it not. for a reason. If we don't have it, it's not. That's like not having ambition. Like then you just would never well, there's do degrees anything. Of everything. Exactly. But I'm just saying, uh, you can't eliminate competition completely. But what is reasonable competition and what is unreasonable competition? Where do oh, we take sure. it too far where people get hurt and some people benefit too much? This is what ha- some- Listen, this is what happens in tribes. They practice shaming. Like, that's how they keep their social constructs. All right, so that's what I'm asking you. What place. is the competition factor in tribes? Well, it just depends. I mean, it's well, no. Well, I'm asking you where, if I'm examining. Oh, uh, dances. There's, I mean, like natives. We we do. We love competitions. So what are you? We like games. You know, what kind and of like games though. Gambling. That's where gambling comes from. We would always have games. Yeah, but you didn't so have games. Have but you weren't gambling when you were in teepees. Yeah, with different little Indian games and rocks and sticks and hides and you all were, kinds of you stuff. You were plus and minusing. They play. Yeah, we play games. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and ha- and have. Yeah, but dances. it wasn't ruining anybody's life. No. Okay, that's okay. This is what I'm talking about. So you're asking there's what it was like. Of, in the, yeah. There's a gaming of little black and white rocks yeah. where you're having fun and yeah, and, like marbles or something, and you using know? your brain yeah. versus ruining lives in a fucking whole state that's designed to take your money. Of course. Okay, so this is what I'm talking about. Reasonable competition versus unreasonable competition. Yeah, look like bodybuilders that 
you know, do crazy things to their bodies to win these competitions, right? That might be considered maladaptive competition. Oh, are these healthy people? Well, I mean, if taking steroids and dehydrating yourself is healthy. So are these healthy people? Is this kind of competition beneficial for those individuals? No, you're stressing your body out major to do okay. that to yourself. So this is what I'm talking about, degrees of reasonability. Right, but then you have, like, natives who are doing dance-offs, and, like, we have dance competitions, you know what but I mean? But, again, nobody's losing their family. Right, nobody's correct. Nobody's lo- losing their lives. Nobody's getting injured. Unless you have like a, what's her name, a Nancy Kerrigan type of situation. But again, <laughs> we're talking about unhealthy This was just ice skating. It shouldn't have hurt anybody, right? But no, then... but the but it was the reward that drove them. And right. this is what I'm talking about. I know. You're talking about little games. Friendly. There's yes. no winner and loser, really. You're both having a good time, and someone's just maybe a little better in that moment. Right. Right? Right. Now we're talking about a whole culture that's built on losers, money, damage, pain, suffering, huge loss. Not friendly games. Mm-hmm. That's where we should be, is that we're just having fun with each other, and it's not life or death. Well, yeah. It's never life or death. Right, of course. Well, I mean, yeah. it's life or death. Most competition in the world now is life or death. And that's what war is. That's just a life or death competition. Yep, it's a game. Down it's to a the big, fucking death It's a big matches, war game. Whatever. That's right. Money so, game, green game. So it's game. a degree. How much do you have to do to get that? And I'm not being ridiculous. No, I no, I get it now. Yeah, for sure. I, I'm being reasonable based on just looking at it fundamentally at the components of life and what causes us the most pain that does have to be examined and eventually, through consciousness, that shit, it'll just look stu- it looks stupid. And it looks stupid to me now. And that's what's frustrating, though. But I'm not it? frustrated. Good. Okay, because, good. again, it, yeah. I'm, I have no expectation. There you go. And I see us right here. Yeah. So if I that's know... That's right. I had to check myself all no, the time. No, I always know where we are. I know where we are. I can do a healthy examination and realize where we can be based on what I know is possible. And, again, just be good with it and have fun. Yeah. Everybody should be given a fucking electric bike. I shouldn't have had to pay the unbelievable amount of money. <laughs> You're so Jewish right now. No, I'm... <laughs> wow. I, I have no comeback. <laughs> You're being so Jewy right now. I can't even... That's for you, Mom. Dad... Fetching about the price ah, you had fetching. to pay for your electric no, bike. No, I'm not actually. I'm, I'm just playing. I'm with actually you. shocked. That they, I know that they, that they fucking finance me. He yeah. told me he goes, you know, you're paying the highest finance of anybody. He goes, oh no. He did. He said you are like loser credit. <laughs> they said that. Pretty much. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> well, not. I mean, he's my friend. He's oh not, good. But he said no. So you're. Uh, yeah, FICA score came back in the losers. Though. Yeah, you're in the negatives. You're not even <laughs> in the positives. Yeah. You don't even have like a three. Oh my god. Anyway. Well, you're a human being, so you get credit. I get credit for being here. I'm going to die paying it back. <laughs> yeah. That's the move, you know, when you're about to die, just fucking. Charge that shit well, up. In, uh, in 1988, <laughs> mm-hmm. I went through that exercise. <laughs> when you're about to die and you charge that shit you know, up? I was about to go bankrupt in my flower shop. And I go, oh. well, I'm going down. I'm going to get some things. Hey, shit. You yeah. do that again. but I know. I've, but, I've done that. So but I have to tell you, and I don't give a fuck if the whole world knows, you know, I had... You know, cancer and ran up a twelve thousand dollar plus bill at the hospital. I didn't have insurance. 
I paid the surgeon $500 to take the cancer out of my fucking nut, but I, I did not pay the hospital. That's why I'm actually shocked that I got financing, because I know that's sitting out there. Oh, but that drops off after like seven years. Does it? Yes, absolutely. Because I started a new one. Good. That's why you can, and that's why you were able to get this ah. bike, because that was probably more than seven years ago, I think, right? 2010. Seven years ago. That's how you got it. Oh, give me a five. <laughs> You need to have your hands open in case I, I wanted to high five. I thought you were going to give me some kind of Indian prayer. I got to wrap it up. Okay. I got to get back and finish out the day. That was super fun. Love you, honey. I love you too. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. See you when I see you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
But you have a big heart. I do have a big heart. Much bigger than my dick. Who oh, no. Show me. What do you want to see? My heart or my dick? Here's my heart. And, and then? And here's my dick. <laughs> oh, I think he have some problem need to see daughter why he so little. Go to the doctor because my dick is so little? What are they going to uh, do with the doctor? You know, your doctor will help you by pump, pump, pump. What are they going to put in there? What are they going to pump in there? Air? Milk? Pump air inside your dick. Like a balloon. Oh. Then I can fly to Thailand with my balloon dick? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you can go everywhere with I, your balloon dick. I could travel the world with my balloon dick. Hey, everybody, it's me and my balloon dick. Look at my giant balloon dick. Okay, well, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take your advice. I'm going to go to the doctor. I'm going to have my balloon dick inflated. And then I'm going to say goodbye to all my friends and come to Thailand flying through the air with my balloon dick. I think it's a great idea. You're very smart. You should be running that country with those balloon dick ideas. Don't tell anyone I told you um, I'm going to tell everyone, not, no! any, not anyone, I'm going to tell everyone. Every and then when you come give Thai massage, they're going to go, hey, aren't you the balloon dick lady? And you'll say, yes, that was my idea. And they'll go, wow, you really are smart. Smoking a dude, man, that's about as uh, peaceful as it can. Yeah. I am Citizen 44.